What's up, guys? We're back for another podcast of Paris, Texas. Today, I have a friend of mine who's been my friend for a good while. We do a lot of things together. We work together on a bunch of different stuff. Um, his name is Michael Plata. A lot of you guys probably know him because he's involved a lot around town. He's born... Uh, I'm not going to say that part because I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you a Parisian or are you a parasite? I, I mean, I'm in... Technically, technically, I was born in Mount Pleasant, but I was only there for a few months, so I would say Parisian. I would say Parisian too, uh, and the the probably the consensus there is that like if as long as you've moved here within the first year, you're definitely a Parisian. But there's also some people that think you can kind of become a Parisian, which I think should have another name. You got a name for that? No, so they, like, you move here and you like it, and then you yeah. can be called a Parisian? Like, you like it so much. Like, it's, like, the best thing. No, it's thing definitely wrong. Got to Where's your home, man? You got to go back to your home, your roots. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, that's harsh. That's harsh. <laughs> Claudia Fargo come after you. Yeah, Claudia's like, oh, I'm a Parisian. No, you're from Brazil. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Called out. That'd be awesome to be from Brazil. I always wanted to have an accent. You have an accent. Yeah, East Texan. <laughs> East Texan accent. But if you go to Brazil, they're probably yeah, going to love it. Exactly. You, no, I agree with that. So, I mean, it is. Yeah, it is what yeah. it is. So, I know a little bit about your backstory. Uh, Where did you graduate from? So, I graduated from Paris High in 2001. Um, any more on that? That's that's the best you can do with with your I mean, do you high school my years. GPA or <laughs> um, were you in band? Were you so, football? Were you so I basically was um, played a lot of sports. Played football up until the tenth grade. I was in band until the ninth grade. Um, was asked to not come back to the band. <laughs> it's a long story. I can see that. So I just didn't I just didn't want to learn how to read music and stuff. I just learned everything by ear, which goes to my guitar playing and anyways, long story short, I think I was the only person that I the band director like went down the line and said play this thing and I played the first note and he was like, "Where's the other?" I'm I was like, "I don't know it." And he's like, "Yeah, why don't you go down to the hall and learn it?" I'm like, "I'm out." <laughs> I'm out. So, anyways, that's not a good story for people to listen to. But, anyways, that uh, was big into soccer. Uh, played tennis since I was like in third grade. Um, yeah, I, I don't even really remember that much of high school except for playing soccer and hanging out with some friends, and that's it. So, where did you work during those years? Um, during my first job was at Pizza Hut. Uh, worked there for a summer, and then I started playing soccer. My best friend's mom owned a piece of cake and started helping them out. We both played soccer together, uh, and I was I worked at a piece of cake for like 10 years through college. So started out like sweeping the floors after soccer practice and like scooping cookies on Saturdays. And from there, I taught myself how to decorate cakes and... I became one of their uh, one of their cake decorators for a long time. 
I think most people probably that know you, this is just an observation of mine. I think most people that know you probably don't know that fact about you. People that met you know you currently, not people that have known you yeah, for a Yeah, currently long time. people don't know. I haven't done them. I do them for my family, my kids, which I didn't even do his this year. Um, but yes, a lot of people don't know that I uh, decorate cakes. Not like your Brookshire Square little cakes. No, I mean, like... like uh, 3D, cake bake yeah. off on TV yeah, cakes. Like 3D like, dinosaurs and... I motorcycles. I, didn't I yeah. see a motorcycle? Yeah, a big like motorcycle. Three, like a three-foot-long motorcycle like a little kid could ride. Um, I won Oklahoma State Sugar Art Show in the semi-professional. <laughs> it's a sim, like a, Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, semi-professional um, category. Um which was kind of broadcasted on the Food Network a little bit with two, with an OU helmet and a Texas helmet because it's always on OU weekend. Uh, I say OU weekend because Texas is not no no one's a no one's a Texas fan. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. I I you can say whatever you want. I'm not taking either side on that one. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah, decorated cakes. Um, Decorated my wedding cake, um, my kid's first birthday cake, which probably was the best cake ever done. Had LED lights in it and all kinds of stuff you could think of. So ten years you were at Piece of Cake Bakery. What what got you to move from there? Um, so, anyways, I went to college, uh, started PJC. I actually wanted to go into. I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be a radiologist or a pathologist. Did three years of biology degree and decided I did not want to go to school for 10, 12 years, um, which something happened between high school and college. Like, high school, I didn't care about school at all. In college, if I didn't make an A, I was ticked off. And so, did really well in it, and it was really interesting. But then switched to business and decided I was going to open up a bakery, and got my business degree, and the baker still hasn't opened, <laughs> and went into banking, which that was horrible. It wasn't a horrible experience. It's just like and working. I worked at First Federal Community Bank, um, the only bank you'll ever need, tagline there. Uh, great place to work. It's just I could tell They did not sponsor me to say that. Yeah, did not. Uh, it was a great place to work. Met a lot of friends. I just uh, was in the accounting department, and it's just kind of the same thing every day and I just learned that that's that is not me I mean I need to be out talking to people um being creative is that where you met a lot of people because I've hung out with you around town and you're one of those I don't know where I met a lot I I know a lot of people like I have a lot of acquaintances um I've met a ton of people through the gym uh, a ton of people through first federal I met a ton of people through a piece of cake in church. Um, you know, from First Federal, uh, I left there. I was actually worship leader at Connections, so I met a lot of people through there. Yeah. And then um, left there, and now at Christian Fellowship, meeting a lot of people through there. Um, actually, now I work for Sir Pro Paris, which I get to meet tons of people every day. For a job? For a job. Yeah, I just talk to people. It's amazing. That's the best best job ever. Thank you, Mike, Bridget. 
I feel like every time we make a, a, either a video or a podcast together, you always thank them. I know. They're probably because they don't think I worry. <laughs> I mean, they are amazing people. I love I love their family to death. I just like think every it's time funny. I, every time we go back in the office, Katie and all them are like, oh, what'd you do today? I'm like, uh, exactly what I was hired to do. Actually, you were out of town the other day, and we, we made a whole video about you. Yeah, with Liam. That was funny. Sleeping in your office. Um, yeah. That's about Michael Pond in a nutshell. We're done. No. We can definitely unroll a couple more onion layers, can't we? There's yeah, something was, out there. Um, so I am I'm married to Reagan Garrett, Reagan yeah. Garrett Plata. We actually we actually were each other's first boyfriend, girlfriend, I guess you say, in seventh grade for a week. and And she hated me after that does she still hate you probably <laughs> so the timeline of there she dated us we dated for a week we didn't talk to each other uh she broke up with me she was freaking rude back then and like literally tried to get me in trouble throughout the school and all this stuff it's a long story and um we had a class in 10th grade together and i spit gum at her she got mad at that Plata. but it, you know, it's kind of like flirting type deal. That is not flirting. I'm <laughs> spitting gum at a yeah, girl. Yeah, I was, I was chewing gum, and I was like, hey, you want a piece of gum? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, poop. Yeah, I someone taught a, you the wrong way of flirting. I thought it was good. No. And <laughs> fast forward to 2002, three came full circle, and we started dating again. Okay, slow down. So how did y'all start dating? Like, how did y'all, like, did y'all bump oh, into gosh. each other at the gym? Did y'all? No, we, I went, so I started at PJC, then I went to U- University of Texas in Dallas. Okay. Um, she was at SMU, and so I, I guess I just called her to go hang out or something. I, I really don't know how that started, and um, we just kind of hung out. Now, for, did you know she was close so you were like, oh, I had there's this friendly face that's close, so I'm yeah, gonna just hook I, back up. I don't not hook back up like girlfriend hook up, but let, let me reconnect with this person who I, I think it started. I think it started out like that. I don't know. <laughs> she gonna get you for not remembering every detail. No, she don't remember. Actually, the big de- the big detail. Here's how it all happened. She was at SMU, and I guess I just wanted to hang out with somebody. We were hanging out, and I actually wanted her to hook me up with her roommate. <laughs> and and then we ended up getting together. So I was like, okay. That's funny. I tried to date Kimmy's roommate for a half a second before <laughs> really yeah. getting so, involved with Kimmy. So Reagan's roommate is Katie Featherston, uh, who's the actress in all the paranormal activity movies. Oh, wow. Yeah. And oh. so, so we go out and see her every once in a while in L.A., um, but yeah, I, I was... Do you always ask her if they've got any roles for someone of your... No, no, no I need... I feel like I could... With some good memorization thing, I, I feel like I could do it. I don't know, man. I've, I've shot lots of videos There's a lot of, of takes. There's a yeah. lot of takes going to happen. Yeah. And those takes take a lot of money when you're doing it. Big budget movies. Yeah. Um, but I, you could do see. it. You should totally do that. I'm out. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I'm okay, so y'all met y'all met back up. You started dating. You're both in Dallas. Yeah, we're both in Dallas. Uh, and y'all were dating while you were both still in school. Dating while we were still in school. Um, we dated for like 
a year, I think, and then she like put a knife to me to want to ask her to marry her. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, hey. But um, yeah, so we dated for about it's a year. Kind of, so that's kind of a love story. She she knew you were it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this story or not. <laughs> no, no. I feel like you have to now. You can't uh, say no, that. we won't go into that story. But, oh my goodness! Um, okay, no, here's the deal. We, you guys need to go and find Plata and beg him to tell you the story. Yeah, tell you the tell the story of when I was supposed to ask her to marry me, and not the the, the, the real time. I asked her to marry. Everybody that listens, y'all need to go find Michael Plata. If you don't know him, shake his hand and then ask him to tell the real story. Yeah. Um, so tell us the story of when you actually did. So we, 2005, went to San Antonio over Christmas, and I asked her to marry me in San Antonio. Um, got married in 2006. Magical spot? Uh, no, yeah. Actually, I had this spot all picked out to ask her. It's this, I can still remember. It's this awesome, real big tree where they have tons of christmas lights if anyone wants to go to awesome place san antonio riverwalk at christmas it's freaking amazing um but then the night before we were walking down there and like i noticed this spot was like jam-packed with people and i was like i'm definitely not doing it there it's like super embarrassing i don't know embarrassing it's not the word but performance anxiety yeah i'm, yeah, I'm like nah so i ended up just doing it at the hotel it was it was romantic in my eyes <laughs> Right. It would have been a lot cooler at the tree because it was awesome. I was like, nope, too many people. Too many people. So then you got married in 2006. Married 2006. And, um, God, I don't know, dates. Then we ended up having Gage in 2010. Now, Gage and my, and my son Liam, they, they've done a few things together. They're friends. Yes. And they've done some uh, some videos. Yes, was, they're a lot better videos than I am. Uh, yeah. Gage, literally the first time we shot Gage, he did it in one take. Yep. Um, and it takes you like 22. I've never done it in one take. Probably not. Um, and then from there, Gavin was born in 2014. Mm-hmm. So that's a... And he's the wild one. He's a crazy kid. He's three years old. Gage is super smart and, like, can tell you anything about an animal. And reads and, I mean, super knows scientific terms for animals and what year dinosaurs, what year periods they're in and stuff. And Gavin's the kid that runs around with a ball and, like, falls and laughs and gets up and, like... Puts yeah. his head through a wall. It's he's crazy. Sounds like my house. Um, okay, so beautiful family. You're actually quite involved in many different things in the community. What are, what all are you what all are you involved in in, in the Man. community of Paris, Texas? I feel like I'm one of those that like jack of all trades type thing. That's true. Like I do all kinds of stuff. Um, so I work at SoPro Paris, which that's allowed me to, I am an ambassador for the Chamber of Commerce. Woo woo. Um, along with Broadway here. Yep. Um, with that, I am on the board for Lamar County Leadership. That just started this year, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then I'm also on the board for the Rotary Club of Paris United. 
which that's that's hopefully going to change and grow and see some cool things come out of there. And man, what else are we doing? Um, also, me and me and Reagan, well, my wife and her brother started a nonprofit, which I also help with, uh, called Lily's Legacy, and we help uh, people undergoing cancer treatment. Awesome. And so it's it's this nonprofit that we have that um, we pay like their electric bills, their house payments, like well being stuff, so they don't have to worry about that. Um, so they can just focus on that. Now, your wife, she just started something new up, just kind of this new venture, just kind of reaching a new... Yes, she started a blog called Not That Mom, um, which I think is pretty awesome. She's had a lot of help from a lot of other ladies. Um, she actually got her first affiliate the other day uh-uh. on, her, on her blog. Yeah, so she's looking into that, and... Um, Man, good stories. She has a lot of stories. She's probably a lot better person to be on a podcast than me. Well, maybe we'll have to make that happen. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to delete this one and get on. Yeah, I, I, I um, asked the wrong plotter. I know. Cause <laughs> my life, I went through my whole entire life in a few minutes. They're like, this is boring. Oh, but we're peeling it back. Um, we're getting some good stuff. So, yeah, it's not that mom. She talks about just not being that Pinterest, Instagram mom and not having your crap all together. Um a lot of people have reached out to her, and it's it's really captured some some people. That's awesome. So, um, looking forward to digging into that more. That's awesome. So, how can they find that? They go yes. search it. Yeah, not that mom. I think it. If you just put not that mom, all one word, it'll pop up in like Google, and then she has Facebook and Instagram. So we're we're really gonna. I think I, we just sold our house, so after all this stuff, we're going to dig deeper into getting it up and going on media social media stuff so you just sold your house you just told them and yeah. what's the what's the plan so from yeah there? so we just sold our house moving we moved this whole entire weekend and it was horrible um you just don't know how much stuff stuff yeah how much stuff you can accumulate in six years i it just never ended um we actually moved back in with my parents and upstairs in their house. There's two bedrooms upstairs and a bathroom. We just need a little kitchen up there, and it'd be awesome. Uh, but we actually bought some land. We're actually going to start building our house that we uh, have always wanted to kind of build. And just saw an opportunity and took it, and now that's where we're at. Awesome, dude. That sounds awesome. Um, So... So something interesting with me and Plot is we sit down on a regular basis because we're always doing stuff together and we always are dreaming up crazy ideas for different things we can do in Paris, Texas. I mean, like, even from small to big to, like, you know, putting on giant festivals to just trying to figure out ways to highlight, highlight, sorry, highlight what an amazing town this is. Um... Yeah, I mean, um, you know, growing up here my whole life, um, I always wanted to move to Dallas or move to a big city, which there's still a little part of me that kind of wants to just to have that adventure. Um, But I can totally see why Paris, uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good in Paris. And so 
uh, raising a family. I mean, it's it's awesome, especially with family here. Uh, my parents and stuff were able to watch kids and stuff. But then, you know, we've talked about, and I would love to bring in restaurants uh, downtown and have this atmosphere. And, uh, you know, just growing up, I think what, how many restaurants, what was it, what was to do here growing up? Like, I remember Skateland. You remember Skating Yeah, land? I remember Skating Land. I tried to skate. I wasn't that good, oh, but I remember it. Um, oh, I was a beast. They they had well, remember they used to have that uh, goat cart racing out. Um, yeah, Murray's Miscue. Yeah, they used to have that, and then it's like they used to have a bunch of miniature golf courses. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. There's, there's no miniature golf courses now. There, yeah, well, there's one. Oh. Oh, is that one open? The family. I don't fun? know if it's open, but there's it's a it's some sort of miniature golf course out there. But I don't know if they let people on it. Yeah, and so I mean, you know, growing up, it's kind of a little different too because we I feel like we actually just made our own fun, you know. But, yeah, you uh, go out in the pasture. And yeah, I remember, like I remember riding my bike from 19th Street Southwest where I lived, all the way to Hastings. Yeah, and when Hastings. I was, when I was like in sixth grade. I was like, so sad when Hastings left. Oh, Hastings, I mean that. I bought tons of CDs from Hastings. Yeah, and people don't even buy CDs anymore. I know. I just threw them all away this weekend from moving. A whole, like, 500 buckets. Liam probably doesn't even know what a CD is. Or cassette tapes. Or cassette tapes. I remember that you had that back wall with, like, all these cassette tapes. I remember. Remember that What was your first cassette tape you bought? I don't, don't, you know, I don't even remember. I know mine. Mine was a band called Green Jelly. A green Jello, it cha- It was green Jello, but then they got uh, sued by Jello, and they had to change it to green jelly. Look them up. Had <laughs> <laughs> this like green slime cover on it. I do remember having a, a one of those disc walk- Walkmans, the CD Walkmans. Yeah. But then there's still cassette tapes everywhere, so I had to buy one of those cassette tapes that plugged into your headphone jack. That, but oh, I totally. The disc Walkman. <laughs> Music does that make you know? I what I'm totally saying? had that. I didn't even get a CD player in my car until I was a junior. And that and even, that's like what ninety nine. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. But um, yeah. So for all those who don't know, probably didn't ask me a question. But I'm going to talk about it anyway. A uh, big part of me is music. Uh, oh yeah. Love music. Um started playing the guitar when I was like in seventh grade it's actually my brother's guitar and he he didn't know what he was doing and so I kind of stole it he'd get mad at me but then I was like oh my god he's a little prodigy but I'm not oh uh, I don't know about that you were in a band yeah <laughs> I was in a couple bands See, my problem is here's the deal it's like I learn I learn what I need to learn to get by but I don't excel at it like I'm not no Cade White I can't just get up there and rip it I'm I like, I don't know. I disagree. <laughs> I've had multiple musicians come to me and talk to me how good you are. Yeah. I think you probably pick out some of the smaller flaws while you're on stage, yeah, and like then you me, like me and resonate onto that one little bitty flaw. Like me and Melissa talked about it yesterday. It's like I learned if if the singers can all sing the songs that are on the CD in that key, it'd be great. But she comes in here, it's like, oh, let's drop it a half step. I'm like, I'm screwed. Like I learned what I need to learn. 
Oh, and you learn by listening too, right? Yeah, I so, learn by listening. So I don't know how to read music. I don't know notes. I just so learn just everything by ear. Play the song over and over again, yeah. and then you learn it. So then when they change the keys on you, yeah, you didn't like, learn it yeah, that way. It's like whoa. Yeah, they're like, so it oh. takes a lot of concentration. Yeah, and then Corey Jones is like, oh, it's just your fourth, fifth, and third note. I'm like, I don't know what that is, bro. <laughs> you just spoke <laughs> like, Klingon. Like, Here's what my hands are doing. Where do I go? <laughs> oh. Um, oh, and then I had a few lessons from Merle Ray, uh, who was at, back when McKay Music was downtown. Um, I've seen the. And then from that, I mean, I just took off on it, so... I know Aaron Swafford was on here a while back. Yeah, amazing so guy. We we both kind of we never played together, but we both kind of played all at the same time. He's a great guitar player too. And so you were talking about Jolly Llama. Yeah. So you can actually YouTube. Did you YouTube it? No, I didn't. There's a video of them on YouTube. Sorry, Aaron, for putting that out there. Okay. So um, you can actually go. I am going to share this on. <laughs> On our Facebook is there, page. Is there a farewell... Today. Is there a farewell video? Their in, farewell video. Yeah, at Bywaters Park. So. Sorry, he got me going, <laughs> so I'm literally looking up it right now. It yep. was pretty funny. Like, what's funny about that, it's like we're all connected. Like, he's talking about me knowing people. Uh, the lead singer for their band, I was really good friends with his wife. She worked at a piece of cake. Mm-hmm. So I remember them moving to Seattle and doing all that. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was pretty cool. So That's yeah. awesome. So kind of the same thing happened with me. And I need to go back more in detail. Can we back up? Yeah, back so, it up. So guitar-wise, you know, I had a chance. Part of me, and like kids, if you're listening, don't be like me. You got to seek opportunities and go after them. <laughs> uh Got asked to play in a band in uh, Nashville, Tennessee, um, with you know, what's it, Calvary Chapel, Tipton, or Tandy, Tandy, yeah, and what, what's our Tandy Little, was, yeah. So Tandy Little's brother in Nashville, Tennessee, somewhere around there, uh, his name was Link. Uh, they had a band called Tomorrow Today. They were going to go on tour a Pillar. And what? some other people, yeah, and um, and you did this, yeah. I got cold feet. I sent him a cinema audition tape and uh, just some songs I created, and they liked it. Asked me to be a part of it, and scared I was gonna have to quit college, go over there, and so I backed out. Uh, oh. So I didn't take the chance on that. Uh, along the same lines with cakes, um, this this really awesome bakery in New York, uh, Elisa Strauss. Y'all can look her up. She's been on the Food Network multiple times. Um, I feel like she, I've heard that name before. She's legit. Uh, she actually invited me, or I reached out to her, and she said yes to come be an intern with her in New York. Um, in the same, I mean, I was going to, basically how that went is I figured out how to get to New York, and how to live by making no money and working for her for um, six weeks or so, or or more than that, depending on how it went. So I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And then it turns out, years down the road, when I talked to people, they were like, you should have just come and asked me. We would have sent you up there. I was like, thanks. Why don't you just tell me back then? Right. <laughs> so two opportunities. I had three opportunities. I should have stayed with medical, too. So just got cold feet, man. Dude, well, 
There's always a reason for everything, man. There you go. And then and then here recently, not saying anything bad to should have bought 107. Thanks, John Bratcher. Stole it out from underneath Stole it you. from me. No, not, not really. really. But, uh, yeah, eventually my day will come. <laughs> Man, yeah, sometimes those – those there's a reason, though. Sometimes those offers come no, up and yeah. just like jump on it, jump on it, jump on it. But there's a reason. If, if you hesitated for any reason, there's probably a good reason why you did that. Um, but I love John Bradford. Yeah, and speaking of I, part one I didn't hesitate on back to when we bought land – a uh, quick tip for those of you ever looking for land, you might want to walk the land before you buy it. So this was, uh, I saw it, me and Reagan were driving, leaving a friend's house, saw it, and I was like, I'm freaking going to buy this thing. And next day, put in an offer, bought it, got the land, and we went out there to walk it. And it's pretty bad when your dirt guy looks at you and says, and this is exactly his words. He said, son, I'm going to be honest with you. This ain't the best piece of land to build on. <laughs> but it's awesome now. He, he changed his mind after he actually got in there and did dirt work. He now looks awesome. Okay, good. Yeah. Again, so. there's always a reason, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of backstory on those parts. It's awesome. Um, but what, what were we talking about, Paris? Yeah, we were talking about Paris. No, I got sidetracked. Um, what do we want to talk about Paris about? Oh, we were there? just so we were just saying how much potential there is and how much things we want to do in Paris and um, yeah, just how much I think, we love it. You know, I think when people don't just people need to see value in the things they do, and I think I think that's slowly coming around to people seeing, hey, Paris just has this to offer, and um. Yeah, I mean, bro, we shoot ideas out all the time, and if we had a million dollars, it'd look awesome. Well, and people need to invest in their own community, you yeah. know, not necessarily financially. You need to, you know, show up to some of these city hall meetings or come to some of these events that are, they're sitting here planning with a future of what yeah. Paris is going to look like, and everybody seems to have an opinion, but not a lot of people seem to show up when it comes to being there. Yeah. I, I you know, I don't mean, get me wrong, the people that are there are amazing, uh, I'm more referring the ones that don't show up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, that's true. dude, it has been a blast. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. You're welcome. Sorry it wasn't as in depth. As I should have asked your you wife think. before I asked you. I don't know what I was thinking. I, she has all so much more, man. She can go talk about her mom and grandparents. Well, then I, and she then has I all, got this. all the dirt on you, though, too. Exactly. You probably need to get her on here. I mean, she probably even talks better than me. Well, she has an open invitation. I'm always available for podcasts. There you go. So. If she wants it, we can talk about her her blog and all of that stuff. And you. Mainly the stuff that I can make fun of you for. There's not much of that. I'm just kidding. All right, dude. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, as got, always, guys, every Monday... We will be putting out a new podcast. Um, always someone who lives in Paris, Texas. Uh, next week, you'll just have to tune back in to find out who it's going to be. Peace.